Hello and welcome to Scopy Radio. My name is Daniel Johansson. And I'm Maureen Smith. And we are joined by Dennis Callop and Joshua Lewis Smith for some questionable Yo. internet opinions. Here we are, y'all. How yeah. are you all doing today? The day has tried both Joshua and I, yeah, so this, that's should true. Be, this should be a very we have special both, episode. We have both yeah. been tried by this day. Tried, tested, and we've made it through. I'm interested in hearing the trials and tribulations that have faced the two of you. I already know Dennis's relating to cats. Cats and nails. Yeah. Long fingernails and... Long fingernails of said cats. And well, ear infections. Give us, the, give us the, you know, elevator pitch of this story. That is yeah, a good story. Pitch. If you're able to. Yeah, it's just, you know, when people are coming to you to have a service done, and then you perform a service, but then they try to tell you you've done something completely different, and you still have to be kind and gentle and kind of get them to where they need to be. It's sometimes difficult for me and my East Coast sensibilities, mm. since we have some East Coast people in the room, and I, I, the Midwestern sensibility is sometimes difficult for me to, to deal with. So. Oh, I'm Midwestern sensibility all over. Yeah. So sometimes I just want to be very <laughs> direct so and not. say, look lady, and but I can't do that. So it's that, that tried me. Also, um, <laughs> just a lot of yes. shenanigans. As I told Josh, often at work, people come to me and they ask me for something and I say, "Is now if I wasn't here, what would you do? Is that something you could do if I wasn't here? And when they say yes, I'm like, good. Go, go forth and do it, and I will finish what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Dennis about my reoccurring that problem. An East, that's an East Coast thing. That yeah. is. Fuck. <laughs> that is so East Coast. My, my reoccurring work problem, and this is so common as a temp, because especially because usually you end up being temp, but like to a team, so not just one person. Yeah. And so everyone wants your time. Well, let, either I'm doing nothing or I have 10 people asking me, this needs to get done by the end of the day. I'm like, you could have fucking planned this better. Mm-hmm. But so I was working, literally trying to get two different projects for two different people done that were like important things. I had two monitors going, spreadsheets galore, and this one guy comes up to me and, he's, and this, he always says this, and he's like, hey, are you uh, are you guys busy? Are you doing anything? But it's like, just clear. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, these spreadsheets, these spreadsheets are my fun spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> these are what I do for fun. I just like these spreadsheets. I'm not busy at all. What I just I enjoy, for you? I just enjoy putting things into columns. Yep. Columns this is my cheese column. This is my charcuterie column. Yeah. Just just organizing things. Just things. This anything. is my people I hate column. Oh, look. Yeah. There's You're your name. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be in the first cell. That one. How weird. You're in A1. That's good for you. <laughs> Kudos. So remind me of the name, because I feel like I just saw it recently. Because our is your ho- uh, animal, hos- animal hospital, right? Uh-huh. Doing uh, like a, an event coming up or something like that i got invited to something i was like we did we did something um a couple weeks ago at a vice district which is the brewery down on south mm. michigan which is near us so because you could bring all of your dogs because it's like an open kind of plan so mm-hmm. people brought their dogs and we did that that's about i think that's about it we don't have anything planned we're just it's just busy it's people this is <laughs> the time of year when people give pets as gifts Mm. Which is kind of my least favorite thing ever, but um, sometimes it happens, and people call and say, "I got this eight-week-old cat as a gift." 
I'm coming. They have no idea what they're doing. And yeah. they're like, you know, and they're, bring, they're bringing in this like tiny, tiny kitten who's making kitten noise. Meow, meow. You know, they don't really mouth. They just kind of mew. And it's just very, you're telling them all these things that are going to happen in their lives. I'm like, yes. <laughs> they, they just have no idea. And so I'm always, so that's, that's this time of year. We do a lot of counseling for people who get pets as gifts, which mm. is just always a questionable at best. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, I like the the mentality of the person calling. Like, I have I have a cat here. I got it as a gift. I'm I'm coming. That's exactly it. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> you tell me everything I need to do. <laughs> I just like and explain just, a cat to me. Just yeah. How do I cat? <laughs> I'm going to cat today, and you're going to help me accomplish you, it. You shall be oh. my cat, Sherpa. You said that to me. This there's there's sorry there's a meme up on Daniel's computer of a dog and like a pink bubble and above it it says one eight hundred did I ask and I was asking him to send it to me because I, that might be your spirit animal that I, might be I'm always I'm always I'm collecting sure. good reaction yeah. picks and gifts and I think that that is it's a pretty good one I'm trying to figure out how to send it to you though because it's like a Facebook picture. just download it and yeah I know it, isn't that the worst put it on I, set, put it on one of our Facebook groups I don't care I just need it I need dude it. I gotta say my <laughs> put it up for this episode my downloads folder folder is like a wasteland of funny images yeah that's all my computer is and my yeah. phone quite frankly is just yeah yeah sometimes I look back through my photos and it you know, normal gay men have like random dick pics. I just have like funny memes with cats. Like, oh, there's that cat. Remember him with the funny glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my that's my phone. Good. I'm gonna so I'm gonna post it on your wall, Josh. Perfect. Because the things that I post on your wall do really well. I'm gonna say to anyone that sees this in the next hour, we're recording an episode of Questionable Interdependence <laughs> with Dennis. Ask us questions. Ask us questions. Oh, let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm very nothing will happen. Yeah, but maybe something will happen. I don't know. Who knows? Pretty popular. It's an um, experiment. So, speaking of Facebook groups, uh, hold on, let me actually write this. Uh. <laughs> to anyone, what? How did I say I was going to say it? To anyone interested? It. Mm, to anyone seeing this in the next hour. There you go. If you're listening right now. Nope. <laughs> this no, could be you in the past. Hear me. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing a time travel experiment. Do you want to be part right, of it? Dennis. This oh. is Schrodinger's podcast episode. <laughs> oh, wait. People have both written in and not written in. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Mm. 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 So, Josh. Okay. Mm. Josh. Mm. Are you going to. It's the weirdest person well, I've we, ever met. Sorry, we, go ahead. Um, while we're on Long Island, you still have to show me flavored coffee. Yes, I do. Just as a note. So there's a there's this thing that seems to be like an East Coast thing, I guess, and it's definitely not a Chicago thing, of of ice flavored iced coffee, but not like with syrups and stuff. It's the beans that are no, flavored. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's no, the, I didn't know about this either. Yeah, yeah. Well, so there's a place in Long Island in Hewlett called the Cheese Store that actually is also a Cheese Store, but they're famous for their iced coffee, and they have a billion different flavors. And then I loved it and thought it was so fun. But then when I moved to South Boston, there was a place just like that right there too. And it was my favorite, and they had a pistachio iced coffee that tasted like pistachio ice cream. But it was just nothing in it; just it was just flavored coffee beans. Hmm. Because hmm. I'm used to like, and we've had this conversation yeah. before, but um, I'm used to flavored, flavored coffee being like with French vanilla, you know. Yeah, Seven Eleven French vanilla. No, no, no. I like. 
I mean, of course, you can get the stuff for your coffee maker. It's pretty common, the flavored beans. But, like, th- there's a little bit better than, like, the garbagey hazelnut flavored beans you get at your shit office. Right, yeah. right. No. At your shit office. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming for you today, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Although, the off. office has gotten much more fancy. I mean, my this is my second temp job that's had cold brew on tap. Like, it's well, do great. You, later, you'll have to tell me the name of the office. It may be, it may be a, a client of my old job. Right, that's right, because I know at least one of my past offices has been. Yeah. One of my many in the last year, offices of Chicago. I've been in all of them. Wow. So... <laughs> Plug for Sounding Board, the Facebook group, because it's the fucking best place. I love it. It's getting great. It's hey, getting really good. You're in it, yeah? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, okay, I was good. there. Okay, I was good. burning shit down today. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to burn it down. That's right. I have been immediately, if you want, like, to hear, be the first person to hear about when something pisses me off online, join Sounding Board. Yeah, yeah that's perfect. That is exactly what I imagined for that group. I'm like, so, I'm not even kidding. Well, that is we, because we... We're imagining it as, because we're narcissists, we're imagining it as a um, Scopy podcast network fan group. Yeah. For just, like, folks who appreciate hearing us talk and want to talk with us, but not in our home. Yeah. That makes sense. Right? I don't know. Yeah. That feels like a thing. Anyway. But also Josh is there, and so is Dennis. Yeah. So one of our mutual friends posted a status being like, I really appreciate that there are women in this new Star Wars. And how dare she, you know? Oh, I know. How dare she like, you know, powerful women? I hate powerful women. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're just so, um, uh, I Just don't know. so, like, powerful and, like, not realistic. Not, re- not realistic. Yeah. That's my big problem. They're they just- also, they exist just to dress down men, apparently. Well, okay. The so, dressing yeah. downs. Ooh. So, so yeah, there was there was some commenting back and forth, and there was a consensus between two dudes that was like, "Well, you know, I think it's kind of contrived." That which, was yeah, which immediately set me off, and I didn't I didn't dig in too hard. I I just was really passive aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> I just said, "Wait, what did I say?" It was something. Oh boy, what was it? I was like, "Oh wow, two two do two dudes going on about how uh, contrived women in power is how edgy edgy with a capital D with a capital G (laughs) that's my favorite that was my favorite it was basically just like a step away from posting that Spongebob meme (laughs) I can't uh, at this point I can't Right, edgy without it either. No, I know. It's a problem. Weird caps weird or caps. a space in between. Oh, yeah, that. that. But just like the lamest. I mean, here's this girl, woman who I love, talking about how cool it is to see strong women in a sci fi movie. And I was like, fuck yeah, it is. Well, and it's a woman who grew up in, a, in an environment that. That's not typical. Yeah. It was like basically the bastion of the patriarchy where she grew Yeah. yeah so, that, so this is so meaningful. Then you have to go, well, I mean, it's a little contrived, but I guess it comes out on top. Oh, fuck you, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then after that <laughs> happened, I hadn't seen it. And then, I think I said and then it. Joshua, like, yeah, yeah. Joshua like <laughs> ran over and did the total heiress and threw the golden apple and then Daniel and, and then ran away. And Daniel and I like I was like, I will burn it down and I went over and started like, I'm not here for the white male fragility and then I had to go do work things and then I came back and Daniel had basically gone like full 
Virgil epic like paragraphs and paragraphs and I was like holy sh-. I was like reading through it I was like oh my god it was a page turner I was totally <laughs> there for it was totally oh there for all god. of it and he's like I see you and I'm like what and I just I was it was kind of amazing well I think that's kind of that was kind of the thing was at a certain point I was like because at a certain point he tried to drag me down with him and I was like don't you fucking dare well, I don't like okay. I don't and I want to just say in this moment, in in terms of like talking about powerful women, that I was right about something that you should have done and you ignored me and it blew up in your face. <laughs> Daniel okay. all morning had been saying that he was like, he was like, and also like the new Star, Star Wars movies, so just such a cash grab, which like you can think that. But in an argument about the empowerment of women through Star Wars, it's a non sequitur. Yeah. And it's also a detriment to your yeah, argument. Yeah, that, that, that just hurts you, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> not, not well, good. and I, I, told him, I told him like eight times, like, don't you dare say that it's a cash grab. Because first of all, it's going to hurt the people who like it. Second of all, it's going to like, just don't say it. Just And to your, to like... I guess, like, against me is that I did not explain my reasoning. I just kept saying, like, don't say that. Come on, don't say that. And then he said it, and of course, this person latched onto it, and he was like, what do you mean? Mm. Yeah, that's when I stopped paying attention because my eyes were going to literally... I didn't want to bleed all over my office after my Mm. eyes rolled out of my head. But I think that that equating that, (laughs) equating those two things, equating my point and the idea that women are contrived... But... Uh, it's still not the best take, Daniel. <laughs> well, I, I feel like you were trying to say that this is still. I acknowledge that this is happening, but this is separate from this. But then they kind of. Yeah, I, just became a, the I, same I just think thing. that that's a separate conversation. Yeah, entirely. well, and, and, and that's and, what I said. Yeah. So here's so here's my. I think I think that what I've learned from today is that when you're just like tearing apart a man. As you do, and as we all should do, yes. and then we should all continue. Is to. that it's got to be? It's got to be focused. Like there yes. can't be. No, you have to be focused. There can't mm-hmm. be anything because what you're doing is you are like fully infiltrating toxic masculinity, and with that, there's going to be some resistance. And it's it's like a man. Some it's, resistance. Well, no, and so it's like it, it, it's as if they're like trying to like it's it's as if they're sliding down like the face of a cliff. Like they're going to be grabbing on anything that they can, and so. Like I'm so you, good for this metaphor. <laughs> and so if one. you if you throw them Star Wars as a cash grab, they're like they're like, ha <laughs> And get that carabiner out and just latch right onto it. <laughs> like, cash grab, you say. Wow, that's the same as sexism. But Well, and obviously they're wrong, but, but you th- but you are, threw them but the, you I threw will, them a lifeline. I will cash grab or not and we could argue that most forms of media are indeed cash grabs um i i have not seen the new star wars yet i'm waiting to see it with my family next week i it is a princess leia got me through my childhood (laughs) no but seriously star wars was very like when i was like a not popular little gay boy in elementary school star wars was like my refuge not only did i hone it on vhs and watch all the time i read all the books I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, name a thing, and it's a ca- and it's a cash grab. Yeah, and I, that's I think yeah. That's, I mean, like, I wasn't trying the to Metropolitan Opera is a cash grab. I mean, like, why not? Well, Pokemon is a cash well, grab. Well, Pokemon Go is a fucking cash grab. Well, like, you're not gonna tell me that is like a that's a bad cash grab. And I'm yeah. not even so. That's, I'm not, think, Daniel. Like, I'm not talking about Pokemon Go. I'm talking about Pokemon. Pokemon is a cash grab. I mean, yeah. 
It is. No, it is. And and but the thing is, like, you can still enjoy a. I cash think we grab. just had a moment, y'all. It is. I'm proud of you for saying. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I just wanted to acknowledge. Yeah, that. Yeah. I have no problem with saying when I'm wrong. I, lo- I in fact, like, the I, New York Times. Is I'm trying grab. to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yes. well, well. <laughs> that's not really such a stretch, is it? No, no, it's <laughs> We're all like, y- yes. And yeah, your point, Josh. <laughs> but I, I guess my point Edgy. is, is that like, Ooh. as far as moral, like when we're talking about like societal strata, we're talking about like privilege versus unprivileged or however you want to frame it, right? Like the idea of something potentially being a cash grab isn't, isn't it's apples and oranges and and so that's kind of where i do regret bringing that up because it's not relevant but like i also i don't think it's an inherent bad i mean well well, and so the thing the other thing about it was i said like i was saying like (laughs) there's so much more if you're really gonna talk about how contrived or not contrived something is like there's so much there's a wealth of stuff there like yeah you want to critique something like based on whatever metric do it but why is it that a woman posts a status about being like i really appreciate the female representation in this thing and the first thing you have to do is talk about how women are contrived that was literally the that was like the starting point yeah that is my that was bringing up me bringing up the idea of it of all of the disney all of disney's recent media purchases being a cash grab that was that was the reason i brought that up was because like like Sure, man. Like, if you're really like gonna gung ho about like being the Star Wars critic that we all apparently needed, where? Why mm. is the? Why is this the thing that you're like? Why is this? I mean, the, I, I, I will say this. I, I saw the movie, and I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. And there were things about it that I don't think were the greatest. Like, there were some things that I was kind of like, oh, that wasn't a great look. But that that was not one of them. It wasn't. And the fact that it then came into this, like, well, they're just pandering to society and what the way that society is moving. This movie was yes, way in the can before society, any of that shit happened. But also, so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing that our, our society finally has women in it. Yeah. It's been so so many years where there are just one or two women spotted in the wild. Yeah. yeah. I personally I personally find it abhorrent that there are women in society. <laughs> I personally hate. No, but I think that, I think what I really deeply appreciate about folks actually, and spe- specifically men, diving in and kind of like taking up that mantle of educating other white men is that they then they themselves are forced to work through their own toxic shit because it's my i i and i'm seeing it happen and sorry daniel with daniel because like there are times where he'll be like calling a man out for instance on you know, using sarcasm as like a coping mechanism to deal with toxic masculinity. But in that same comment, he's being sarcastic. Yeah. And it's no, like, it's really, it's no, really yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, We're it's laughing really, cause it's true. It's yeah, no, I'm not like, it's, I am not without fault. Oh God. No, yeah. well, no but what are, I'm saying, but, what I'm yeah. saying is that it's awesome because that, because I remember we were like walking home from somewhere and you were like, I'm about to hit send on this. And I'm like, maybe in the comment where you're taught, where you were, you know, critiquing someone's sarcasm, maybe remove your sarcasm. And it was, it was like, uh, it was a cool moment. Cause it was like, Oh yeah, you're right. Like, I think that, 
And I think for me, like the summation of how we tear down the patriarchy is by being straightforward about it. For sure. Yeah, we got to get rid of the... I, and I appreciate irony as much as... And you know something? <laughs> Sitting next to Josh Smith, who I think is the most absurdist <laughs> human on the planet, Yo. And, and saying, like, there is a point for... There's a place for irony, and there's a place for, like, maybe... <laughs> like, is it really that enlightened of a joke if you're, like, shitting on women to women? Is is that really sarcasm, or are you just like backpedaling because it, you got caught? Yeah, it just feels unnecessary. Like that's not a place to. I don't know. That's not a joke to make there. What's well, I always like jokes are appropriate at funerals. They're always appropriate, but you know, there's like well, for real. that's not a good joke to make in that time. It doesn't look good from mm-hmm. you. From you, a man. You know what? If Maureen had posted that, it'd be one thing. Because I'm a woman and I have that privilege. And but 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 you should there, right? Like that is your space yeah. to have that to make a joke like that. First of all, I don't think of it as a joke, but you... No, but if I... What it would be is a sarcastic comment. Yeah. And because I'm a woman and I, and I clearly don't think that, and it, it, it would have made Whereas sense if you're a me. known mansplainer... <laughs> well, that's the thing. If you I have mean, a like, history... People, I mean, people always say things... Because I'll be the first one to make a horrible gay joke. I make them all the time. <laughs> and people are like, oh my god. I'm like, no, that's okay. Because this is where mm-hmm. I live. And this is what I say. Because it's funny. And if we don't laugh, we'll cry. But, right. So, I mean, that's... it's a, Like, I don't... But you know that I'm saying that because I'm, like, a certified pole smoker. Like, I've been right. like, this is, like... This is not something that's going to change. But when you have, like, this, like, you know man who comes in and just says it and then it's like oh i was no fuck you you weren't right you know no well because you haven't lived it exactly and you don't know that and you don't know and you can't and it's so and i will it's so scary like i understand because even i let go of most of the shackles of horrible toxic masculinity years ago because i never really was a part of it because i was never allowed to be part of it because of my experience but I, i i still see it i still like understand how it manifests in anyone like i i've still done things that are dumb and that are definitely mm-hmm. because i'm a man and i'm like oh i'm gonna do that you know yeah, but yeah. it's not it's not like the i was never really part of the collective of like this is the we're the brotherhood of men kind of thing right you no. know no i i feel that i mean i don't feel that because i'm not a man but <laughs> i actually like so i i think that there's you know, a general societal consensus that, like, it's so much easier to be a man. I mean, that's, like, a pretty common, like, comedic trope. I know that that's, like, a Louis C.K. bit that, like, if he had the option of... I think it's... I think it's a... Because I... Before all of this, I was a fan of his. Really, Daniel? No chill, huh? <laughs> no chill. I was... I was being real awesome really about... Bad. I mean, I was... All right, whatever. So, um... I don't have headphones on, so I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> I was a fan of his before before all of that, you know, sexual assault business came came to light. But I think that one of his bits was something along the lines of like if I had the option I would re up as a man a white man every time because the experience is so much easier. But as a woman who on the outside is from the outside is seeing these men dealing with like working through all this toxic masculinity masculinity bullshit i do not envy that mm-hmm. it's a well, horrible not, thing and that's i feel like it's an easy thing for a straight white guy to say because even though i am not at that advantage being gay i would 
pick coming back gay every time. <laughs> even though it's even though it can be terrible, and even though like my younger years were awful and people made fun of me. Nope, every time I would say, yeah, 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 yeah. right. Because it's made me the amazing, fabulous person that I exactly. Am. But at the, but at the same time, I still. For example, as soon as you hear me talking, you're like, "Okay, girl." You know what I mean? It's <laughs> right. not like it's not. I mean. That's just, I have a very affected way of talking, and it's not because I'm like, I'm gay, and that's how I talk. That's just how I talk. Exactly. So I've always talked. I've been around women most of my life. I, I That's just my speech patterns are that way. I use my hands a lot. I'm just very animated. But, I mean, I still know that I walk into a place. I'm a large man. If I don't open my mouth, people are still like, oh. You know, I still have that, like, you know, I still, you know, even if I open my mouth, I can still be loud, and when I get mad, I start screaming, and it can be scary, because mm-hmm. I have a rather stentorian voice but I, I i still acknowledge that and i try to not even though i'm not part of that culture as such i still know that i wield that power when i go into somewhere when i mm. you know i'm very conscious of it if i'm walking at night i'm not trying to walk too close to people that don't know who i am or yeah. if i see you know because that could be weird like why is this large man following me you know i mm-hmm. still yeah. i'm yeah for I, sure I, I, oh, you yeah. know it's just a very I think to be aware of it is the most important thing, and that's the problem, is that people aren't aware of it often, and they're just like, oh, that's just, you know, that's not my problem. No, it is your problem. You're like, you need to understand that it is your problem, and until you understand that, you can't do anything about it. That's super interesting, and it actually brings up the kind of, like, next thought that I have on what specifically happened in this comment thread, because what basically ended up happening was, I was like, you know what? Like, after after he dragged me down with him, I was like, I'm calling you out now. Like, that, and, and I, at, a, at the, in the moment, I was like, the morality of this, I, I'm, I don't feel great about. But when I, because I basically told him, I was like, "You have a reputation for doing this," and and that I oh, think yeah. was I didn't life. I did not read through the whole thread. That was yeah, awesome. that's when it got real. That I was that was, that was when it got real. And yeah. That was yeah. And I, you know, in the in the moment, I was like, you know, I I've seen so many folks do like feel like this is the place to do this, and I've heard. It, it's not just the people in the room that have said things to me about this person. It's you hear it all the time. Like the people talk, and uh, you know, it keeps happening. And like, of course, like, you know, like before I even said that, I was like, I really don't want to continue to have this conversation on this woman's status. Like, like I don't want to. Like, this is not. Like, you're dragging this out. Like, and um, I don't know. It's it's just. Like I, my point being there is like I was, I kind of felt dragged into a vulnerable, pla- vulnerable place on my end, and so like the que- the curiosity, and I actually would also, I want to talk about it here, but I also like am willing to take, you know, letters, and maybe we can talk about it in sounding board or something like that. But what is the morality? Oh God, of- please figure out how to send us a letter. Yeah. <laughs> Just figure it out. Figure out where we live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> send us a pigeon, preferably. Yeah. A porn carrying pigeon. A porn pigeon. A porn pigeon. Just quick non sequitur. Josh. <laughs> Josh is. After the FCC did whatever, like, voted to repeal net neutrality, I was like, I'm going to set up my own Wi Fi network and it's going to be citywide and that's how people are going to get involved with Skype. And I was like, I'm going to start adhering pigeons with pornography <laughs> and charge subscription yeah. service. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we're all here for it. So I I'm totally several, here for it. I have several follow up questions yeah, yeah, about, me the, too. about the pigeon Great. porn network. Um, so. Can I can I pursue this? Yeah, as long as we come back to the yeah, question. Yeah, I'm I'm looking to you as our as our bastion on that because sure. I have I have a couple pigeon porn oh, network sure, questions. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, it'll definitely be called the PPN. Oh, for the sure, pigeon porn network. Totally. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's your name for you. Mm-hmm. TPM, thank you guys. Um, so I, I was I was positing this to Daniel, and I was like, okay, so is it just gonna be like cutouts of, like cutouts of like magazine porn, or are they gonna have like tiny screens of like pre-downloaded porn? <laughs> In my head, because I was thinking about it a lot. Sure. <laughs> I was thinking it would be like. Like little zip drives and things attached to the pigeons Hi. that they could just oh. plug in, like, oh, like you know, USB drives. Yes, like little things you could just little plug thumb in. Thumb drives. So then, that's such a good idea. I was thinking of little <laughs> scrolls, and in. <laughs> but it might not even be visual porn. It might just be my my personal, oh, just like yeah. erotica. Personal written erotica. erotica. <laughs> no, it's so, all about Colin Firth. Okay. The erotica of J L Smith <laughs> coming to you from J L Smith yeah. erotica. Oh no, okay, so then, second question. So Fifty we, Shades we, of Bones. So, <laughs> so we've figured it out. We've figured out the the method. Yeah. Now, is the pigeon watching you? <laughs> is the pigeon there? Like, is the pigeon around? Does I you feel have to like, return the... I feel like, since I've decided I'm obviously clearly the marketing director, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be extra. The pigeon we can charge, watch you, but we it's charge extra. extra. No, yeah. Dennis is entirely right. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally that extra. Is, that is extra. The pigeon yeah. can stay. You but it's extra it. yeah yeah so then um i guess my next question is then do you return the thumb drive or is that now your ppn thumb drive oh you know what no but i think it, mm. in my head the way that i had worked it out because <laughs> i did think about it okay okay yeah yeah it's your drive it's got a number and then you use it and then you send it back and then jl smith puts more things on it well i feel like it's, it's a, a monthly subscription. i feel like it's like it's like um it's like like a water cooler you um you get new ones, so like you keep it for the month, but you send back you send the back. old one mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. return. Yeah. With the return. So you always yeah. have one, and then with it's a you. constant like a subscription. It's service. like Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna be sending one back with the pigeon when it comes. But when oh, you great. come, yeah. <laughs> hey! When the pigeon watches you come. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what a what a tangent well, in the middle of this yeah. toxic masculinity. But yeah, so threat, like huh? the first time you get two. And then you send one back, and then it just rotates. Oh, you get two the first time? Yeah, because then you have to have one so you can send one back, you know? You can always the pigeon's used to the weight. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Something about balance. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you, do you, so do you get one just like, do you get just like an empty one with like the logo on it? Like, hey, welcome to the PPN. Maybe. Like, welcome to the Pigeon Porn Network. Like, here's your free PPN flash drive. It's a terabyte. Have fun with it. Uh, right. And then... Um, like right now, I'm designing the logo in my head. I'll have to describe it to you oh, later. Okay. <laughs> I'm so well, excited guys, we are so prepared the for the, the apocalypse. <laughs> we are going to be sl- we- lords of the slums. So JL Smith is here for your apocalypse porn needs. So yes. I, so then I guess the only way that we can wrap wrap up the Pigeon Porn Network mm-hmm. sec- segment yeah, yeah, yeah. of our of QIO is: should people be sending you porn to your personal email address? So I can save it for when the exactly yeah, I mean probably I'll just start putting it on a drive and we'll, we'll have some porn. Great. All right. So you can well, send you, it to Scoffy you... Mac. <laughs> <laughs> do oh, not send porn to Scoffy Mac. Just don't. Or do like, whatever I, you feel like. Scoffy Mag at Pornhub.com. <laughs> Scoffy Mag does not approve of this message. <laughs> that page would be awesome. The Scoppy Mag Pornhub page. Oh hey, Pornhub, God. do you want to sponsor would it be? us? It would just be like cats. It would be cats. <laughs> just cat porn? It'd be our t- local slowly Vegan source. Porn. Vegan porn. 
It's like people getting fucked by carrots. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Sorry, did I bring that to a, yeah, a re- okay. very real place? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, all right. It was really grounded, very rooted in the <laughs> root vegetables is what I'm going for. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel like a jicama joke was coming somewhere. Hickama, <laughs> but I hardly even know See, it. See, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Yeah, I told you you shouldn't let Josh and I be together it would be bad. Oh, man. So. So Daniel's bringing us back. He's reining us I'm in. He has the look. Uh, so I, Our you know, it's an interesting thing, the idea of the morality of calling out. Because yes. we're living in a world where there are Nazis. And I'm not equating the person with Nazis. I don't, I don't, that's no. not. No, that would be that would Like, he's totally a person who would, like, were the Nazis in power, he'd be like, oh, I guess this is it. That's, I mean, like, maybe. <laughs> is that like, dark? I'm, <laughs> it's not dark, but it's just like. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just probably true. But you know, oh, it's because, not... no, because, because when you're a straight male centrist, <laughs> the power in, that's, in, you, but, you know, if you're a centrist, that's just kind of what you do, isn't it? Yeah. I, yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's the, that's the on both sides argument, you know? That's that, what that rhetoric is. Yeah. Um, okay. Morality <laughs> of calling out. I mean, do we do it? I mean, we're, we're, there are, we're I think seeing we more and more to. where doxing is a thing that people do. I and, don't like doxing necessarily. I do like calling out. But when we're in a community, like, we can't ignore the fact that, that the Chicago classical singing world is a community and it's those folks that are the ones that are you know, have things to say. You know, yeah. And, and you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to drag uh, um, emotionally hurt folks into the, like, the spotlight, you know? I, and I'm, a, you know, and I don't mean to, like, be like, oh, look at me, because that's not really helpful either. But, like, as a person with a public platform, you know, you ask, like, can I, can I do this? You know, can I do this for someone? Can we, Maureen and, and well, us? You yeah, know? well, I think it's important too, and I think, but what what might, well, I don't know if it's more important, but maybe what's equally important to calling people out is creating a culture in which it's not okay for those that kind of behavior to exist. I was actually talking about this earlier today. We were, I was talking with a friend about having our own personal little blacklists of people we don't want to work with or whatever. But, like, more importantly, I think it is, like, um, I know, I'm sure... You've, you, Ross has talked about this before, Ross Crean, about how he knows if you are someone who's known to be like, um, yeah, I don't know, I guess like an aggressor. I don't what I don't know what word he's using. He's asked me, and I've recommended people yeah. to not, yeah, to not that work then with. he will not hire you, and he refuses to have you be part of what he does. And but I think that that's kind of creating that culture also does as much good because a it lets people know that that won't be tolerated, and might even encourage them to examine their behavior yeah. in a way that will be less public than calling them out in public. Mm. I still think people should be called out in public. I just question that that might not always lead to change, whereas this way might also... You know what I mean? Does I think you have to... I, think, yeah. I, I agree that it's... I will always try to tell something to someone not in public if I can. Like mm. if Because mm. you're right. I just think people don't do well with being... Right. publicly shamed in a certain sense. I mean, it's very weird, and I talk about this a lot with people who... Muggles, I'm sorry. I love you all, muggles. But, like, when I talk to muggles about, like, you know, we get up and sing in front of tons of people all the time, so we get embarrassed and do dumb shit in front of lots of people. Like, we mess up, we do things, so it doesn't... 
I feel like on some level I'm not as upset about it. This is just kind of a part of our everyday it's, life. Exactly. So yeah. It's like people telling you no and rejecting you and saying this is, has to be better. So I don't... But like when people who are not used to that, when you come up and say no or your opinion isn't okay or this is why we need to talk about that, it's hard for them if it's in front of a lot of other people. So I'll always try to say like, hey, you know, this is... But when people go like full throttle and like but, are like adamant that like this is okay and I'm yeah. like... No, it's Sometimes not okay. Sometimes it's also good. If someone's a lost cause, it doesn't always hurt to make an example of them because then other people will see. Exactly. And they might not be part of the conversation, but yeah. they might go, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, which, that sounds very, I'm going to put your head on a well, bike in front of my yeah. apartment. So, so then but I, I might. So. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I guess. Wait, just I guess but in the post- so I guess, let me say this. If I'm the one calling you out, know that it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like in, that's the- in our post apocalyptic Thunderdome world where I'm a porn emperor, I also will have heads on pikes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, and, I, and, and you know something? To that point, like, I oh see God. much worse, not worse, but like much more aggressive call out behavior. Oh, absolutely. Like, the, like I, I saw one today. Yeah. yeah. It was very dramatic. It has since been resolved. I like got a message and it has since been resolved. <laughs> but you know, I, and it's and it's when people, the other thing I try not to do is to make it extremely personal. Because that's when people, like if you come out and say, well, remember when you blah, blah. I try not to make it personal and just say, let's think about this in the grand scheme of things. Because when people feel like you're calling them out and saying that you personally wronged me or whomever, or that's when people... But, you know, I agree. I'm like, when I listened to last week, and I, I was laughing so hard because you were talking about Alabama. And just like, yeah, I don't care. Alabama's a horrible place for garbage people. And I was like... Exactly. And you were like, oh, I don't want to say that. I'm like, no, I'm here to say it. It's- well, and, and I think you should say that. And I yeah. think that's something that I'm glad that that's the note we landed on. Because like, yeah. I, I want to hear that and think yeah. that that is extremely valid and, and important. Exactly. Because the dialogue. There's like a point yeah. to which if you were like, like, I might legit... I, I, I might legitimately feel unsafe going to some parts of the country, yeah, exactly. you know? And yeah. I'm going to talk about that. Yeah. Right. For sure. Well, and I, I think that... I think that you need both things, though. And I, I think that my concern is when there are people that try to act like the educated moral arbiter. Right, right, right. And, right. and they're doing it badly. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, yeah, we're going to publish a, a profile on Nazis. And it's like, maybe maybe don't. Maybe maybe they've... I feel like the marketing department for the Nazis are doing just fine. This is like, us calling you out, New York Times. Yeah, yeah. fuck <laughs> you, New York Times. I'm not even... I'm not even Fuck the New York Times. I, so the New York Times has done things that I've loved, but then you get shit like that. You're just like you are normalizing. These you Nazis. don't understand the problem here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and oh, but they wrote. T- okay, no, never mind. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, the New Yorker exists. No, and it, yeah, they wrote this. Sorry, the New York Times wrote this like sn- little snapshot of a day of in life. Someone saw something that happened at Zavars, and it's like the most yeah. stupid New York thing, and I loved it so much. But you know, it's just total fluffy bullshit. It doesn't matter. Mm. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that I think that anybody can write fluffy bullshit. No, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think, I, that, I think it's, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where, like, when I'm in New York, I'm like, eh, but when I'm out of New York, I'm like, kind of homesick, so that I yeah. can read things like that and appeals to my sentimentality. Absolutely. That's all that was. Yeah. That's, that, that's yeah. just me going, New York. <laughs> but, like, would I move back? No. No. <laughs> if I were very rich. That's the thing. If I were a billionaire, I'd go to New York in a heartbeat. Well, no, Daniel and I talk about that, like, yeah. you know, in what in what circumstance would we move to New York? Because you have most of your most of your well, family. Well, that's just is there. I want to be. I like being near my family. It's important to me. Yeah, 
and, and, and that's it. But I know that I could have a better life here in Chicago for myself. For the amount of money that you're yeah. able to make. But also just like for the opportunities I have at the level where I'm at, Chicago right. is the place to be. And I love it here. I mean, I don't, that's, I'm not disparaging Chicago. I love it here. Well, no, this is great. We have 10 minutes left, and there was one other thing that I Are wanted to hit. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we've already gone like 40 minutes. Oh we can go God. a little over two. It was the pigeon porn. It was the pigeon porn. But that's okay. It was a five-minute yeah. bit. But we totally I'm got here it for the five-minute bit, but as like... Anyway. But we worked it out. I feel like we have like a ground. Like I, I know feel like really I can do. make a business. I, I think that now. we could start like accepting investors. Exactly. Yeah. I'm totally. Here yeah. For I it. mean, your money is gonna be worthless in this world, but that's okay. Yeah. We're talking to you, Bitcoin. We. <laughs> you need to support the PPN. Thank you, dude. How about but like Bitcoin? Bitcoin is like kind of lost the way of what it would, what it meant to be because I kind of follow a, Bitcoin. A weird. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> well, because, like, Bitcoin was this, like, libertarian ideology circle jerk where it was like, we're going to do it, you know? And then all, and now it's basically just the stock. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all oh, it is. Oh, God, it's all the finance guys at work talk about it. It makes me... Because they, they moved my desk near the finance guys, which is oh. a nightmare. And, oh, my God. I think the only word they know is Bitcoin. Just Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Bitcoin! Bitcoin! <laughs> like, yeah. that's all I There will be God. libertarian jerking off porn in the PPN. Just Good. for those of you. Is that a whole category? It's a category. It's, it's actually is it just, just Ayn Rand, like, <laughs> whipping? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Ayn Rand slapping Bill Maher <laughs> with oh. a dildo. Oh, in front oh. of <laughs> the... and so many people would look at that and it would be amazing it would probably be a number one it'd be in the top three yeah at ppn i feel like that would be what you know like as as the like television infrastructure comes crashing down i feel like that that would be like the last image <laughs> it's just the the ghost of ayn rand slapping bill, bill maher across the, the face with the dildo while paul ryan pees on him yeah absolutely and then and then just like all of a sudden it would just like fade to fade to just static and that yeah was and television. like who's paul who's ryan paul fuck what was that guy's name i just ruined the bit ron paul. john gall who's ron paul oh. did you ever see that when ron paul was running for yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I don't know. anyway okay um i want to talk about we haven't talked about this on the show it's been something that's kind of been in the ethos of chicago for a little while now but um amazon headquarters potentially being in chicago so, isn't it supposed to be in the old the post office over there on the Congress? Isn't that one of the potential sites? Is that, so uh, what, I'll, what I can do right now, because I pulled it up, is I can read... Like over the over that... Yeah, that's the rumor, because that is just completely abandoned real estate. Really? So here is yeah. the... Maybe Scoppy should buy it. <laughs> I totally think we should, and then just hey, go Bitcoin, sit Hey, Bitcoin, while you're investing... Bitcoin, buy the building for us. <laughs> and we'll just go in the very top of one little light. Who, Hello, where's Scoppy? Who's yeah. Bitcoin? <laughs> Big I, Bitcoin. Well, I assume yeah. that Bitcoin's like Alexa and it can just hear us. Yeah. No, totally. I, I talk to Bitcoin. Bitcoin, if Bitcoin, you're listening. Can you manifest this for me today? Thank you. <laughs> that I actually think there at for like there's one person that just picked up like that follows RSS feeds and like searches tags and specifically yeah. RSS feeds that probably listens to this show. And if that person is listening and you have Bitcoin, tell us about it. Cause I you're you're more internet savvy than I am. I don't listen to I don't find my podcasts through the RSS feed. I just use like the podcast app, you know. Hmm. But yeah, the last I heard, because I'm I'm on the so I work in the South Loop, so I'm on business councils and things. So the yeah. last I heard was that that was one of the proposals, and mm. they would give they're gonna give them the building, like the like they would. It's a huge. I for those we all have seen it. Those of you who don't know, it's a massive, huge old post office. Like that's where the 
So they would just, I think that was part of the deal, from what I understand, because they it was also just, very close to public transportation, so people could get there and really yeah. easily. It's also right off of the highway, so people could get in, and that that was part of it. That was one of the so proposals. Here's, I, mm, well, here's what drives me. The, the most crazy thing that I've heard offered is that and I don't. I think this was a Chicago. Do you want me to read the incentives? Well, the, so but let's see if I'm right. It was an income. It was, it was a tax incentive where the um, the income tax that would be charged to the employees instead of going back to the city and the state would yes. go to Amazon. So the employees would be paying Amazon back part of their paycheck. Yeah, it's insane. So Yay! here's here's what this says: roughly 1.4 billion dollars in state edge tax credits. The newly revised program provides a 50% tax break for every job they create in Illinois. $170 million in-state sales tax breaks for building materials purchased by and new construction completed by high-end businesses. $60 million in property tax breaks through the city and county programs known as Class 7B and 7C. $450 million in site-specific infrastructure improvements that would come from the Illinois Department of Transportation, the Chicago Department of Transportation, the CTA, and other agencies. $250 million worth of investments in education, workforce development, and neighborhood opportunity funds to make certain that all Chicagoans can qualify for the 50,000 high-end Amazon jobs and that businesses that spring up or move here to support Amazon locate in Chicago neighborhoods. Uh, free land worth $100 million if Amazon chooses to build its second headquarters at the old Michael Reese Hospital site purchased by former mayor Richard M. Daley as the site for an Olympics Chicago didn't get. If Amazon chooses either to repurpose or demolish and rebuild the Thompson Center that the state has been trying to desperately to sell, the free land would be even worth, worth even more money. Uh, and I'm trying to find the... <sighs> the... Um, because I also saw that one of those one of those taxes uh, tax break things, how that would structure is that the um, uh, workers' taxes would basically be going yeah. to to Amazon, uh, and that is not something that I think that that is like a uh, Chicago. Sorry, I'm like rapidly googling it and it sounds like they'd basically be making them their own cta stop and station and all sorts of good stuff because everything would have to be rerouted to make sure their employees can get to where they need to go yeah uh which is also kind of ridiculous well and it would ruin everybody else's commute commute. yeah well and also i mean (laughs) well and i mean if you're right well and if you think about it like let's say that they demolish like south loop you know, train stops. Yeah. Who is that going to affect? The people coming from the north or the people coming from the south? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, according to independent.co.uk, okay, there's notice I'm using an ad blocker. Chicago and the state authorities of Illinois have jointly offered to hand Amazon more than $2 billion in tax breaks, including $1.32 billion of its workers' income taxes. The scheme, known as a personal income tax diversion, would mean Amazon workers pay... <laughs> full income taxes, but instead of the state getting the money to use for schools, roads, and other public services, Amazon would keep it. But then what's even the... Uh... Well, then they should just not remove income tax from... I don't know. Well, that's the whole... The whole thing is that it's the idea that they're going to be able to prop up private businesses in Chicago. Yeah, which but... is such a shame because Chicago has such a rich, like... And also that... Infrastructure. I'm industry. like... I am pro-tax as long as the allocation of tax funds is... 
not to to, to benefit bomb the people that, are, that brown are, people. Yeah, to benefit the people that are paying it. Let's let's put it that way. Yeah. That's that's I'm very pro tax as long as those taxes are going to schools, going to healthcare, going to roads, infrastructure, etc. Right, which are, instead of just going to military and cutting all the money. Mm-hmm. So I'm pro tax, especially in a city. Yep. Um, to help the city, to help mm-hmm. make the city better. I would. I want my tax money going to make the trains less shitty. I want the, you know, all that stuff. Um, so that bothers me in, incredibly. I would not because what you're creating all these jobs and then the money's not going yeah. back into. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the thing about it is that I can tell you, as someone who used to live in Edgewater, who now lives in mm. Kenwood, the the drama is real. The South Side versus North Side shit is legit. Like the the way that the South Side is taken care of versus how the North Side is taken care of is completely inequitable you know Mm -hmm. as far as you know how the roads are taken care of infrastructure anything like that the all of the l lines going to the south side are ridiculously bad shape Mm -hmm. the green line is a joke you know it's all it's so it's i don't think i've ever been on the green line it's completely you know and that it's ridiculous how you know i mean that how much the services are different, but how much even, like you said, it's even harder for people to get to where they need to go if you live on the south side to commute into the city to work. Like, the yeah. of transportation is w- worse, much worse. Like, it just doesn't run as much. It's not as direct. So it's just really... None of that's going to go to help to any of that. And all of those people... None of those people would live on the south side. I don't think any of the Amazon... Workers yeah, are coming to, to live yeah. on the, you know, the south side of Chicago. They'll probably either live in the suburbs or... Or if they do, they'll live in like Hyde Park. They'll live in Hyde Park. They'll live in like the And one. they'll take the Metra in. Yeah. Oh, so, man. If, if Hyde Park just ends up becoming a bunch of white Amazon workers, that would literally be the biggest fuck you the city of Chicago could have given to the south yeah. side. And I just... Oh, God. And it's also, and it's also a big thing because now, you know, they're constructing the library. So that's the whole other big... You know what's going to happen when the library's finished because the Obama library is going to be right there in right in the park. Yeah. You know, so that's going to be a huge draw, and you know, so it's just a they're already get, and they're basically the same thing. I think they're giving them all sorts of incentives and things to build that, which is great. I mean, I think it'll be great for the community, but I don't know if it's going to be great for the economy on the south side. As yeah, I think it will be. Yeah, because, like, at least then it's a library, not, like, a really predatory, like, company that's been working at a loss for decades and or however long Amazon's been around and, like, has a record of basically treating their employees. That's why the folks that use Amazon Prime now, uh, you know how it's, like, recommended tip? They put that because they're not paying the minimum wage. That's why oh, that's there. That's so the the, uh, I've never the drivers are not been. getting paid at all, well at all. It's really surprise. Yeah, I've heard that the fulfillment factories are a nightmare. Mm-hmm. There's one in um right in southern Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always like, come work for us. And apparently, it's just like the worst. Southern Wisconsin, all of a sudden, is be- like be- the kind of like the weird rural area between yeah. Milwaukee and Chicago is becoming just like this bastion of industry like there's um there's gonna be this factory there i I don't remember what what industry is gonna be there but um there's an ikea getting built there right now um the amazon fulfillment center is there also, the Mars Cheese Castle is there. So I mean, the Cheese like, Castle. The Mars Cheese Castle. Um, the last time I was in Milwaukee, I drove I drove down and um, I stopped at the Mars Cheese Castle. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, great. you did. Got some vegan spreads. I don't is, know that that because of, is that because of Scott Walker? 
Like is that all of that of all stuff? Of, like, the, the building the tax, out? Like are they like he's just like giving them all sorts of like hey come to oh, Wisconsin? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, another interesting thing when Scott Walker and this is this is like a this may be a conspiracy theory, but I it's one that I I love conspiracy theories. It, it's one that I it's one that I buy. Uh-huh. Um, like Melania he, having a stunt double. <laughs> not quite on that level. Um, so so. Um, as soon as Scott Walker came into office, he increased the speed limit to 70 miles per hour on, um, on highways. And there's a theory that... The truckers? No. Uh, maybe. There's a theory that the speed limit was increased so that, um, you wouldn't be able to see areas of poverty as clearly. <gasps> Scott Walker, you fucker. He, uh, his kids and I went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. He like his his the house that he like lives in, and he's like from the same town as me, Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. Wauwatosa. I know where his house is. Mm-hmm. Well, good. That's good. That's good information to know. There's always a state trooper parked in that driveway. Yeah, it's like I <laughs> trick or treated at John Kerry's house. Really? In college. Oh my God! Did you see him? No. But, the, oh. but let me tell you, Beacon Hill, he lived in Beacon Hill, a real, real, real rich part of Boston. They have the, those are the houses that give out full candy bars. I was bars. just about to ask, do they give out full candy bars? Yeah, oh, so God, yeah. I just don't... I, I, back to this thing, with the. T- I can tell you back in... Uh, right before the the bubble burst in the mid, like in 2008, but before yep, that... When I graduated undergrad. Yeah, but before that, I not was... A job uh, when I found. moved back to Philadelphia in 2005, they were giving... All of these ridiculous, I mean, full-on ridiculous breaks and incentives for people to build condos and build high-rises and gut buildings and everything in downtown Philadelphia. They were trying to, you know, revitalize the area. Revitalize the downtown. Revitalize. Mm -hmm. White people. So um, they... They did all these things, and then they had tons of buildings that were empty, because by the time they finished and got everything constructed is when everything hit the fan. But that Mm. was... And so now, still today, they have, like, this glut of overpriced condos that no one is buying. And so I just don't think that any of these, uh, long-term, are sustainable, and they're going to just end up being... Yeah. uh, You know, they'll get people there, but then it won't work, and then they'll leave. You know, they, they have no reason mm-hmm. to stay here they have no commitment to this city or this area or this region they're just like i'm here for the money and now i'm gonna go that's yeah. i think that's like the down that's like the the downside of the tech industry is that it's oh. a lot of it's a lot of people who who specifically became part of an industry for the money yeah and they'll go wherever they'll go wherever the industry is they'll go wherever they're told to go yeah but then once the money leaves what why would they stay? Mm-hmm. And it's just like this kind of like passing of wealth between cities. You know, once, you know, once Bitcoin opens their factory in in Phoenix, hello, who's Bitcoin. to say, <laughs> hello, Bitcoin? Can you buy me shirts? Bitcoin, Thank you. can you hear me? <laughs> I know you're out there listening, Bitcoin. Once Bitcoin opens their Bitcoin factory in Phoenix, are all of the Amazon Chicago folks just gonna move on, shuffle along to, shuffle along to Phoenix? Shuffle off to Phoenix, y'all. Yeah, mm. I, I agree. Like I, so whenever I see all these things, I never, 
I, I just take them with a grain of salt because I think it can get someone somewhere, but I don't know if it makes make someone stay there. And who yeah. knows? Maybe maybe you know all this wealth will come to Chicago, and their taxes, aside from their income taxes, obviously, will help prop up certain in infrastructural things that need propping up, and they'll be around long enough that it'll help. But who's to say? And is that really a gamble Are we that we get want? A new mayor? <laughs> yeah, but that also <laughs> meant to me that also so. kind of smacks of watered down trickle down economics well, it, that, like, you know that's, that's it exactly that i would like to call this more this is trickle down gentrification yeah yeah well so what's gonna happen is that all of these amazon fucks are gonna show up and they're gonna drive up um rent for everybody they're gonna drive up property value for everybody yeah and like it, it's just gonna and like perhaps the increase in tax you know the in- increase of tax revenue will help the city but like then no one's going to be able to pay rent. No. Nope. And it's not like landlords are going to drop rental prices. Yeah, and as, as someone who lived on the East Coast for a, a lot of my adult life, I was frankly shocked at the how affordable Chicago is. I mean, Chicago is a much larger city than Philadelphia, and I lived in Philadelphia for a long time, and it's much more expensive to live in Philadelphia. That's the yeah. same with Boston. Chicago is way bigger than Boston, yeah. but way cheaper. Yeah. I mean, Boston's so fucking Yeah, expensive. I really hope that all of a sudden fucking Amazon doesn't ruin that for all of us. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's just because of it's the East Coast megalopolis and they're all just kind of right. on the same way. But I mean, it's... it's. I mean, my friend who lived in Philadelphia was like, you're going to not believe how much more affordable Chicago is. I'm like, Chicago's like the third... I mean, it's huge. It's going to be... And But it's, she was totally right. It's not... Is that still the case? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, that makes sense. Like, Daniel and I live in this place and we pay less than 1200 in rent. And yeah. we live I mean, in the middle of Andersonville. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous because uh, that's why she was thinking of moving back here simply because the rent would be cheaper. I mean, where she lived, like, sh- what she was paying for in Philadelphia was like a studio and it was like 1200 bucks. That's crazy to me. No. Yeah. I mean, no she, was living Philly, in, like, like... A, she was living in a neighborhood that was kind of a nicer neighborhood, but still, I mean, it was not anything super spectacular. It wasn't Rittenhouse Square or anything. You know? I mean, was, for reference, a studio in our building is 995 Yeah. Which is still kind of a lot in my neighborhood they're below 800 yeah yeah um we should wrap up okay goodbye bitcoin yeah thanks for listening bitcoin will you sing me to sleep so i'm gonna you have your own plug for sure but i also want to plug if you want more of of dennis callop's brain you should definitely head over to scopymag.com and check out the Vigil Auntie column because it's been fun as fuck getting uh, his writing. And I love the little Dennisisms. <laughs> like, they're they're so fun. Oh, Dennisisms. Yeah, they're good. They're very good. Um, Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Sponsordennisisms.com. Yeah, right. Right. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, it's it's fun. I've always we been. always talk to Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bitcoin, can you hear me? <laughs> Bitcoin, what are you doing over there in the corner? <laughs> Don't touch yourself like that, Pull Bitcoin. Your pants up. Yeah, Bitcoin, yeah. I see you. Nobody puts Bitcoin in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin, you carried a watermelon? What are you talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, it's 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 great. I love being vigilante. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it vigilante? Yeah, I've been I, saying vigilante. Oh, yeah. no, oh, yeah. what? Ante, yeah. yeah it's vigilante. Yeah. Okay. All right. say auntie. Vigilante. Like, auntie. like hey, auntie. auntie. Yeah. What yeah. did I say originally? I don't remember. Uh, aunt. Uh, aunt. I do well, say auntie. Yeah. You say... That seems, 
It's like I, not on Long Island. I know. And, well, and Long Islanders have always kind of given me shit for it. Well, yeah, because you always, you're like, oh, my well, aunt Karen. That way. My not, aunt. My, no, for me A-U-N-T. it's aunt. Like Aunt it's Nancy, aunt, yeah. aunt Laura. But it's spelled aunt. <laughs> Aunt. 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 My favorite my favorite aunt was my Aunt Elsie. And I just loved saying Aunt Elsie. Hey, Aunt Elsie. Hey, Aunt Elsie. Hey. Because she lived across the street. When I grew up, we all lived on the same street. Love it. Oh, I love that. It was hysterical. We would just yell at each other. <laughs> That's the other thing about people in the West. They don't like to yell. We yell all the time where mm-hmm. I'm from. It's oh, my God. Yeah, to our neighbor. Back when we got a neighbor. Hey, Joe. Yeah. She's walking her dog across the street. How are yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> when you have to come home at night, your mom just yells out the back, Dana! And you just yells for you to come home. Yeah. Mm. No, for me, it would be, we would be playing, like, you know, kickball in the middle of the street, down the street, and my mom would leave the house and walk over and be like, hey, Maureen, you gotta come back in. It would it would never be, Maureen! It would always be like, sorry, Maureen, I walked over here. I just want to let you know you gotta come home now. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no one no, has no. time for any of that. No one has time for that. No. Mm-mm. That's funny. Do you all have anything upcoming? No. <laughs> Seventeen hundred services for Christmas Eve and Christmas, and that's about it. As for- my Christmas gift to myself this year is like the the church job I have right now. Oh, and is that, that not I'm much just to do? A, just a Christmas Eve. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. yeah Are you doing anything? No. <laughs> No, no, I mean, keep, I guess I'll just uh, give a tentative, since the holidays are coming up, but keep your eyes out for post-holiday things. The opera on tap will be January 16th, and then February is going to be Der Freischutz. Der Freischutz. Um, which I'm in the chorus of, yes. and Dennis is in. I'm nice. In, yeah. And that's at the end of February. February 23rd, I believe. That'll yeah. be so cool. Yeah, it'll be exciting. So that'll be coming up. So those are those are a couple things. Dreams that come are true. Around my brain at the moment. Dreams come true. It's one of my favorite pieces. And uh, yeah, the opera and tap show is gonna be a musical theater show, so it's gonna be super fun. Nice. Nice. Josh is singing something from Kiss of the Spider Woman. <laughs> I'm not, but I should. He totally should. I was, he's not. Yeah. I thought if I said it, I could manifest it you through might. Bitcoin. Through <laughs> Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Thanks, Bitcoin, for Josh singing Kiss of the Spider Woman. Now I have to think Josh, about Josh, that this. would be amazing. Come I on. To, I, okay. okay now, well, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, fine. Maybe. Maybe. See what you did, Bitcoin? You are magic. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what Bitcoin is. <laughs> Magic. It is magic. That's all it is. There isn't actually no, no, no. no. There's no like, there's no like tech or anything. Magic. <laughs> just magic. Just magic. It well, is. Just, it almost accomplished something. It's such a shame because like <laughs> conceptually, it almost accomplished a thing, and I was like, wow, that would be a really great societal improvement. No. Instead, it's just magic. No, it's measured in U.S. dollars. It's measured. Nope. Really? Oh. Yeah. It, that's what it. That's what it, the value. What's the value of Bitcoin? Um, Some thousands of dollars. Feathers magic. and magic. unicorn no. horns. Yeah. Mermaid scales. That's how you measure a Bitcoin. Griffin feathers. Griffin yeah. feathers. Phoenix ashes. <laughs> yes, it's very... I went very Harry Potter yeah. with the whole thing. I that's I, I do talk to Bitcoin. I'm like, Bitcoin, I know Core you're listening. Of- Core yeah. of horse hair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Core of horse hair. Core of horse hair. That'd be you the are, worst you are the worst fucking wand ever. You are the worst. Core of horse hair. <laughs> fucking Hufflepuff. You know, Hufflepuff. Like, you would like have a core of horse like hair. Just like a bacon wand. core. <laughs> <laughs> core of iron. Core of shiitake mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> 
I have a core of spent grains <laughs> from my microbrewery. This is, this is a core of spelt. It's, <laughs> it's organic spelt core. What's the wood? It's like birch. Just fucking birch. Birch. Well, this is actually just plywood. Re- some reclaimed wood I found on the beach. Yeah, yeah just It's beach a reclaimed wood. barn door from Door County. <laughs> The hipster wizarding school? Yes, I've... Is this yes. like the Brooklyn school of witchcraft witch, yes. witchcraft and wizardry? Kenosha, actually. Kenosha oh school of witchcraft and wizardry. It's that on the Amazon terrible. fulfillment campus. I actually pick on my own wands. <laughs> it's, right next, it's right next to the jicama and daikon. Oh, it's right God. over there. It's right over there. Hickama. Hickama. <laughs> no. All right, this is a good, as good a moment as any. Cool. Well... Thank you all so much for listening. I've been Daniel Johansson. I continue to be Maureen Smith. I'm your porn emperor. Porn pigeon emperor. Pigeon porn. And I'm Bitcoin. <laughs> and you are, oh this God. whole time. This whole time you've oh been God. Bitcoin? I'm Bitcoin. Oh my God. Bitcoin <laughs> was among us the whole time. Next to your kitties, you could sit on Bitcoin's lap. Oh, oh wow. For Bitcoin, miss. You gotta wait till next year, though. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, well... Um, keep posted on scopymag.com uh, that is where we post all of our articles you can find everything there you can also keep up with us on social media on Facebook that's Scopy Magazine on Instagram Twitter Tumblr Google Play Public Radio and uh, Radio Public rather and iTunes Podcasts we are under Scopy Mag and we spell that S-C-A-P-I M-A-G. And as always, I'm here to emphasize the importance of donations. We run on a shoestring budget. Everything that we've been able to do up to this point has been through your generosity. So first of all, thank you so much. Second of all, we could use a little more help. If you're in a position to give, you can head to our website, scopymag.com, and go to our donate section. There are a couple ways that you can give. First of all, you can do a one-time donation. If you choose to do that, you will have our eternal gratitude. If you choose to give on a monthly level, some cool things will happen. First of all, our next two donors at any level will receive a free bag of half-wit coffee. And from there, you can support our mission of uplifting local arts and independent media for as little media, rather not media, media for as little as $5 a month. So give a little give a lot and if you can't give then listen participate and share and share thanks so much for listening go out and make something yep